Half a no stone unturned is your boy Frank, aka F Diddy, aka that boy, aka Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, aka Half Man Half Amazing, Hot Like Cajun, Blazing Baby, even in the wintertime, you already know it. Listen, alright, enough jibber jabber from my group, my family, Contra. This song is titled Love Hate. We're going to play a little bit more on the back end. Make sure you stick around. And a side note, guys, me and Cynic did switch up the format this episode, but we had a really good time uh, recording this and laying this down, editing it on the post end. So we hope you enjoy it. Give us a feedback. Let us know what you think. Here it is in three, two, uno. Bobby Boucher sees the devil. Three, episode three we call that trey trey in the hood baby trey trey another freaking week has gone by what the hell is going on you mentioned off air that you feel like it's kind of like groundhog day uh for me it does feel that way indeed <sighs> i feel that way too man <laughs> especially working from home you know it's it's fucking yeah if you don't change your shirt and if you don't shower <laughs> you're like what day is it you know it's fucking weird man it is weird, you know. Sometimes you re- like a couple of times. I really have to be like, "Oh wait, we are having a video call. I have to, I have to change my shirt, even <laughs> if it's clean. It's not the point. I can't be three days in a row." He can't know that I haven't shirt. showered in a week. Sometimes I have to slide on iPhone. You slide the top of your screen to literally see the date and time, and I legit have to do that at least twice a week because I'm like, "What day is it?" You know, I have to center myself. Mm. It's fucking weird. Mm. If for anybody who hasn't seen Groundhog Day. Another great flick. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. Yeah. It's really good. I think it's time to watch that again for me. I haven't watched it in a very long time, but yeah. Bill Murray's the man. I've been referencing it. I've been referencing it more and more lately. Yeah, man, that's a good one. I never got the groundhog thing that if the groundhog sees a shadow, we have what, like extra winter or whatever? That shit's stupid. I mean, I think it's more yeah. tradition now than anything else, but that shit's retarded. I remember that from school. Yeah. I remember thinking they still do that thinking shit. that was a real thing. They fucking still do that shit, you know? <laughs> do they really? Yeah. It's like on the news on the news. Locally. It? Locally you'll see it, you know. And sometimes they'll reach national news, but I know they still do it. It's fucking crazy. So yeah, man. Um I posted in the description of our last episode that we are releasing on Fridays now. Well, I think this is gonna be a test run, Cynic. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> so we'll do we'll do one more Friday. We'll see how the numbers look. <laughs> but if we're there, if we're getting depleted, baby, then we're gonna move back to Wednesdays. But yeah, he's right, guys. We we are releasing on Fridays for now, with the hopes that it's more appeasing and easier to your schedule. Right, something to look forward to. It's Friday. Not only is it the end of the week, but no stone gets released today. I can listen to it right before the weekend. Or you know what? While you're working out. You know, while you're doing chores around the house, put on and listen to this warm mahogany voice. All right, let us join you. So those, you know, exactly. it's it's meant to to hopefully make it easier for you guys. But sometimes having that hump day boost helps too. So we'll see how it works, man. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's more of a pain in the ass for us, then <laughs> it is. It's getting nixed. <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is, my man. Yes, sir. So uh, how's your week been? 
Good, man. Well, how was your week? Good. Busy. Getting ready for... I got rehearsal after this. If we really think about it, what, pandemic rolled around late February, early March. We blinked and we were at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think not, for the people that are working remotely at least, not having like your regular routine and not going out every day and going to work and shit like that, it just, it kind of makes the days go even faster. Mm-hmm. So my fear is that, well, I'm ready for it, right? Because I'm anticipating. But my fear is that we're going to close our eyes and it's going to be June, which is halfway. Um, mm-hmm. And we're already in mid-January, late January. Mm-hmm. And before we know it, we're going to be saying goodbye to 2021. So be aware, man. Be aware. And whatever fucking resolutions you made at the beginning of the year, I want you motherfuckers every month to check in with yourself and see where you are in that process. And I only say motherfuckers because I was once that motherfucker that made resolutions and realized that in September, I didn't do anything to work towards them. <laughs> so you learn from your mistakes, right? So yeah, man, if, if you have any resolutions, check in with them every month. Make sure that you hold yourself accountable. And the, the time time passes like water. So my only thing with, uh, with this whole working from home thing, and especially this week, even though it was busy, I feel like it was just Monday. And now we're already on mm. Sunday, you know? Um, yeah. But besides that, man, not too bad. How was your week? Yeah, yeah. Hence, hence the Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my week was um was all right. It was kind of a little couple of stressful days at work, but yeah, my mild mildly stressful. Um, sometimes unnecessarily stressful, but uh, it was fine. Unfortunately, the weekend has been a bit crapola because of the weather. But there you go. It is what it is. It is what it is, right? What can we do about that? It's a, As a famous ex-president said not too long ago. <laughs> it's a comfortable 78 degrees here in sunny South Florida. <laughs> I don't know what that is anymore. I, I do my temperatures in Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not even going to. I'm going to leave that alone. All right, brother. So yeah, man. <laughs> let's get into it, man. I got a little a little fun fact for us. Hit him. Fun fact for today is Samsung test phone durability with a butt-shaped robot. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, people stash their phones in their back pockets all the time, which is why Samsung created a robot that is shaped like a butt to sit on their phones to make sure that they can take the pressure. Do we have a photo? No. (laughs) Of course I want to see what this robot ass looks like. The butt robot. (laughs) That is... uh... Odd, but not surprising, I guess. I feel better, though. I mean, if I had a Samsung, because you know I don't Apple gang, but if I had a Samsung, I would feel <laughs> I would feel better like to know that they're going to those lengths to make sure that I don't have to come into the store a month after I bought it saying that my phone is broken. Yeah, I don't rock with Samsung either. But wasn't that a problem? Uh, there was some kind of pocket problem with Apple phones, with iPhones um, a couple Samsung years ago. Samsung was... Samsung wasn't there. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, I know you. I know you. Apple folks forget Samsung quickly. Samsung had but there blowing was. up issues that their phones would blow up in your face. Let's talk about I'm, no, no, that. No, no, issue, I'm talking about iPhones, right? bro. I'm talking You're about taking iPhones. half of people's face off. That's what <laughs> Samsung was doing. All right, my man. Let's not talk about a little static that you might have found in your pocket. Small potatoes. All right, people were losing eyes with Samsung phones. <laughs> the Samsung phones. Nah, but I didn't hear about that. What, right. what was it? Did you? Do you remember? Or, or no, with the iPhone. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was just something about. Phones getting damaged when people were putting them in their mm. pockets. IPhones. You know, I always think about, man, like the radiation, the radio waves. Mm-hmm. I always think about whatever your phone, it, you know, releases when it's connecting to towers and stuff. The fact that it's always so close to our body. And there's there's been studies that are, you know, can you connect phones to tumors and shit like that. But the fact that it's mm-hmm. always so close to our body, I'm not comfortable with that, man. You know, even to the point where when I sleep at night, I used to sleep with the phone like under my pillow because I would be on my phone and then just tuck it. You know, now I make it an effort to at least put it a couple feet away. So I don't freaking mm-hmm. wake up drooling on myself one day and wonder why. That shit can't be good yeah. for us, man. I've, I've wondered about that, too. I I wonder, though, if at this at this point in time, like with information being what it is, if it were really dangerous, I would hope i would hope 
<laughs> that it may have leaked from somewhere yeah. that, hey, by the way, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what makes me feel better about that? That the whole world has cell phones. Because if just America has cell phones, that shit could be killing us right now and they wouldn't tell us anything. But being that the whole world has it, you're right. Hopefully by now something would have leaked. Or or it'll end up being one of the uh, reasons for extinction of a human race. We found out that uh, there's a 60-year delay on cell phones and everybody's going to die. Sorry, guys. But we had some great years. <laughs> it was a fun ride. So uh, I have Florida woman today, don't I? You do, man. You know, I was wondering if... Uh, I was debating if we should let Florida woman die. <laughs> you think she's losing a, a little bit of a pizzazz? She's she's a bit boring compared to Florida man. You know, like Florida woman, it's either tragic yeah. or... or um, yeah. Well, let's go to Florida man then. Let's switch it up this yeah, season, maybe. my man. Maybe, I don't know. I, I did a, a quick look around for Florida man and I think... It was a gold mine. <laughs> 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 it was a at the moment at the moment i came across a few florida man related things to the whole capital thing you know that happened uh, last oh, week or whatever. Man. it's it's so funny man because there'll be times that i'm on my phone and i'll see something pop up that because i'm in a florida page which so that florida that's florida man all day right because i'm in a florida oh, facebook yeah. page and then just random shit that people post and then i'll be like oh man i'm gonna put this for the podcast oh no it's a dude i can't yeah. <laughs> so now, we or just here. open it up. I guess we can yeah. try that. We Let's can try, try that. that. But I don't know. I mean, it, it could also be Florida man is also a bit yesterday's news. Even though there's always some asshole doing something stupid in Florida. But I also came across news. Remember we talked about that. That Florida news for Florida man and all that. It the reason it's in the news so much is because of those sunshine laws or that sunshine law or whatever. Um, but in fact, if you look around, uh, you can find uh, a lot of silly and crazy shit happening, you know, in other places. So maybe we just open it up. I don't know. Just call thinking it, about that. Call it dumb shit that people do. <laughs> yeah, for example. I don't know. Let us know what you think, people. If you're out there. Are you out there? Let us know. <laughs> so, um, true to form, um, my Florida woman this week is a tragic story, <laughs> as I said. You may have heard about it, actually. South Florida woman dies after head gets stuck between car and payment kiosk. Ooh. So, let me set the scene, and then I'll read you the article. Yeah. Apparently, this young lady was at one of those, I guess, drive-up teller machines or something like that. And, um, or no, I think it was, uh, she was paying to get out of the garage or something like that. Yeah, she was in her car. She was driving up to this sort of kiosk thing. And then as probably happened to you, or, you know, it's happened to me, you know, you go to put your card in and it falls on the ground, right? So um, apparently her card or her ticket fell on the ground. So she, you know, opens her door and leans down to get the card. But when she does, she somehow her foot comes off the brake. So her car moves forward. And so her car door is now pushed shut. Of course, it doesn't close completely, but it's pushed because it's hitting the kiosk. So her head is between it's caught between the car, the car door because the kiosk is pushing the door, you know. And um, apparently it happened like 11 p.m. or something at night. But the cops didn't respond until 5 in the morning because that's when the security guards found her. So, yeah, I'll just read it real quick. A graduate student from South Florida died this week in a horrific accident inside a parking garage in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, so she was in Ohio, but she is from Florida. Um, it took place shortly after 11.30 p.m. Uh, Monday, but officers were, weren't called to the scene until 5.40 a.m. the next day when, when a security guard called them to report the incident police say she accidentally accelerated when she opened her car door and her vehicle collided with the payment kiosks trapping her head between the car door and the exit toll booth so she was pronounced dead at the scene and that's a pretty shitty and silly way to go i feel bad for her man at first, sure. I thought it was funny, you know, but it's like, fuck, she died. So it's not funny at all. I told you, man. Florida woman's always tragic. Bro. <laughs> it's not funny at all, man. Wow. I could totally picture it. Like, I I know I've dropped, you know, a card or a ticket as well. 
you know, in the past. Hey, but, put your car in park. Yeah. That's, that's the lesson here, you know what I mean? Put your fucking yeah. car in park. Especially if you're like, uh, I have long legs, maybe I can pull it off, but usually women are smaller in stature, you know? So, yeah, you fucking put that fucking car in park. The thing with me is that I'm a visual person, right? So when people tell me stories, I see pictures. It's like fucking movies in my head. And that's great, and it's it's also bad when somebody's telling you, like, how they tore off half their leg, and you're like, whoa, stop, right? So you're telling me the story, and I'm like, oh, 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 this shit is like flashing images, and now I have to remind myself you're recording. Mm. <laughs> Don't sound sad, <laughs> you know? Because I'm like, fuck, that's, that fucking sucks. So we're shooting the shit today, huh, Cynic? We're just gonna... We're gonna talk to the people, man. A little coffee shop. Yeah, we we were joking about that last episode, right? The coffee shop episode or barbershop Bob, episode. Shop. I came across something um, online. It said something about don't say you're not racist if you don't let your children date outside your race. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that, and I was like, man. I mean, I guess there's different levels of racism. You know, there's like, I hate you. I think I'm better than you. You're shit. And then there's like the passive racism where it's like, no, you're cool, but you're still not, you're like, you're not good enough for my daughter or my son. Yeah. You know, there's like different levels of racism. And I was talking to to my, my buddy in the band the other day. Uh, we spoke about him last week, the basis. <laughs> and he's like, bro, racism never going to die, bro. This is going to be here forever. <laughs> you know, he's one of those fucking assholes. And it discourages me, man, because you obviously want to think that that could be something that, I mean people read in their i don't want to say history books because by the time if it is something that is eradicated uh books wouldn't be something they'll be using but it'll be something that people would research on and say man back then this is how they lived and this is how fucking dumb they were Mm. but then i have people like like my buddies like dude it's never it's always gonna happen it's never gonna leave and i'm like fuck man it it sucks (laughs) Mm. It, it sucks to even think that that's gonna be something that I suspect that it will be something we have to deal with for at least for a very long time. A couple more centuries. Mm, well, think yeah. about it. I mean, we're we're not too far removed from people being owned. I mean, sometimes, I mean, even in this day and age, people, there's still slaves out there, right? So, but from, from the image that you have in your head when you think about slaves, you know, back mm. in those times, we're not too far removed from then. And That's some true. people say that, you know, we have progressed, but... Obviously, it's not going to happen in our lifetime. But hopefully, no, our, no. Our kids I don't think it. it'll happen in our lifetime. You know what? It's it's that generation has to die off. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> We've uh, been saying those, that for generations. Once those fuckers die. <laughs> but think about this generation, like the Obama change generation, the you know the people that have... You know, everybody's outspoken, right? Everybody has a voice, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's totally different than how it was. I mean, there was... I mean, there's still places in the world that women can't speak freely, but it is. There, there's, there's definitely been progress, so it has changed. But that it's changed. The thing is that it doesn't mean that it's gone, right? It's kind of like become more underground, more hidden, right? Is where I think we are now. So, well, uh, well, that, well I don't mean to interrupt you. Not here in the states, because we just had a president that had all those groundhogs. <laughs> Speaking of groundhogs. <laughs> They were they were out having a party for four years, but yes, yeah. in most cases, you're absolutely right. It's something that's it's more hidden and yeah. spoken of. So those. it's um, I guess it not I guess it's definitely a good thing that it's not normally so overt like it used to be. You know, people just yeah, kind of like people started to feel maybe or some people started to feel with Trump that they were allowed you know to to let their um, the, their truth shine through and then just be bigots so for the most part it's at least a step in the right direction that people now realize it's so it's not considered acceptable so they have to keep it to themselves or in their little small groups but i think uh, eventually for it to really go away like people have to really live uh, in they have to be i mean there's the cultural aspect of course but like economically, I think they need to be more on sort of the same footing. You know, as long as you have this disparity between uh, minorities and whites, economically mostly, they'll it'll they'll always 
be seen by this group of people as kind of like you know they I can't see them any other way I guess right but when when you start having more equal levels of of I think um standards of living education and then of course coming into contact with those people that's what I think is is what can change it slowly very slowly over time but it has to happen that way and it has to happen for long for a long time yeah. I think for people to start losing those prejudices and because for a lot of them it's just it's a prejudice based on what they were taught or what they think about these people right but they don't have those people don't usually have yeah really don't have direct contact with such you know with people of a different race they just go by stereotypes what they hear whatever you're you're right it, it, racism goes both ways though man and it just proves that people suck i think we should call this episode people suck because we do you know you put let's say one person of color in a in a setting maybe in college right then he goes to a predominantly white college I mean, it could be tough for him, but regardless, he's going to feel out of place. You take one white person, you put them in an HBCU, and it's no different. The black people ostracize the white person. I think we always think of... What is an H... What is an HCBU? Historically black college and university. I never heard of that before. Yeah, you put you put somebody of a Caucasian in that in that setting, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just as awkward. I think every time we think of racism, we think of it kind of trickling down from... <laughs> you know, lighter to dark, but humans suck, man, because in that situation, hey, whitey, you know, you're, they're fucking, hey, cracker, you know, they're cracking jokes. So the point is, bro, we're not going to eradicate it if when we're put in that situation, we're not acting different, mm. you know? If we're doing the same shit that they're doing to us, when we feel like, oh, well, we have the numbers now, so fuck you, then, you mm. know, this is always going to be an interesting story that we're going to be talking about. People suck. I think so as well yeah you get no arguments for me no we're in agreement there i was thinking recently about let's get philosophical i was was thinking about life (laughs) (laughs) but life not just um in the sense of our lives modern lives human lives sort of life just in general right and how you know how some people say it's an incredibly rare gift you know, life is, you know, because there's only, there's only one you, you only get one of it, which is true as far as we know, right? Debatable, but carry on. (laughs) Mm. And so there's like that view about it being such a rare and sort of beautiful thing, you know? And then I think about how much life has existed since the earth exist you know since earth has existed from then until now how much of it has been lost and no one blinked an eye no one knew even that some of that life a lot of that life existed like there were no people at the very beginning at the very beginning of life to even know it consciously right or to record it exactly so nowadays with science and stuff they can look back and see uh, this is how they know how far back life goes, at least so far, but based on what they found. So they know that there was life however many billions of years ago, even though it was incredibly, um, it wasn't intelligent life. Yeah, we're talking about like bacterial stuff or whatever. But they know that there was, but it was just incredibly, I don't know, it's strange to think about it in those in both of those ways, you know. Because on the one hand, it's like it's an incredibly rare thing and you should cherish it that you have it, that you're here on this earth now and that's thing. And then on the other side, it's like, don't even go back that far. Just go back as far as humanity. Like, go back, I don't know, 10 great grandparents in the past for us. 10 generations in the past. Do you know, do you care who who those people were that made it possible for us to be here? No. And so it's like, it's just like, I don't know, like something floating in the wind. You know what I mean? You're here now and then you're not. And then, and that's it. And there, you don't make any earth shattering, earth changing, you know, you don't mm-hmm. have, we don't have that any of such influence on, on, on the stuff around us. And then billions of years in the future, assuming that, you know, the earth lasts that long 
and most likely humanity will not. Um, that's not me being cynical. That's me just based on what I've read, right? Um, we might be completely gone and some new civilization, you know, life might start over and maybe it'll get to the point like where we are, where there's, where there's an intelligent civilization and they may never know we even existed. You know, I was looking at some of these numbers and I think this is what causes some people to kind of just like their eyes to gloss over because these numbers are so big Mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't know what to do with it, right? But the Earth has been, uh, according to their estimates, right? They, the Earth is supposed to be like 4.6 billion with a B years old. That's crazy. Right? 4.6 billion years. The first life that they think started, which was these um, uh, like molecules that were rep- you know, self-replicating molecules or whatever, this was the first signs that they found of life came about 3.8 billion years so from 4.6 when the earth formed out of what was like asteroids that were floating around the sun or whatever orbiting around the sun and it coalesced for 1.2 billion years the earth was just like a molten mass of lava and hell (laughs) you know there was nothing on here except that It, it took like that was 1.2 billion billion years. Yeah, it took. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Do the math. Right. It took 1.3 billion years just for the rocks to cool enough for us to have evidence of what the first rocks were, you know, on the Earth. So, yeah, if you can imagine how far back that was, right? And these first signs of life. I mean, in between that time, how much, you, how many billions of years have passed, and. I don't know about you, but in school, I remember hearing about like this mass extinction or that mass extinction, you know, the one that took out the dinosaurs. Right. And so there are a couple that you maybe have heard of. But when you look into it, you realize there have been a bunch of mass extinctions. So much so. Every 27 million years, I think they said we have one. Maybe. I, I haven't seen that figure, but it's it's been so many that they say that 99 percent of all life that's ever existed so far on earth is already extinct 99%. I mean there was life beyond the molecules there was there was a point where there was life in the oceans and they all died out completely <laughs> gone next from history. <laughs> you know only only a, a very small percentage you know survived to make it to the next let's say era, right? And that happened multiple times, you know, like the the dinosaur one is the one that we hear about because of the asteroid. There's one extinction that I heard of that I'd never heard of before. And it ha- it wasn't related to the dinosaurs at all. That, that shit is called the great dying. Just to give you an idea of what kind of shit has happened on this earth. And we're like the tip of this needle, right? And, and, and the whole rest of the needle is all the history of Earth. And we're just on the tip. Huma- modern, you know, hum- humanity is. The great dying. I mean, that should just give you pause. Just when you thought you were important. <laughs> You're not. It's crazy. I think about that, man. I think about a lot where, like, how crazy it would be if there wasn't anything. Like, the Earth is positioned in the perfect place, a perfect distance from the sun, Warm enough, you know, for humans to live and survive on and thrive in, but not too, not too far where we'll freeze, not too close where we'll burn. You know, everything had to fucking like work out perfectly for us to be able to live on this rock and make something of what we call life, which is why I think that there's something deeper, man. I think, I think that there's something that happens after, you know, I, I don't know if it's reincarnation. I don't know if it's you going to heaven or hell. I don't know if it's you going to the sunken place and like, like in that movie. Um, what's that movie called? This is us. No, that's not, it's not this. Is us. <laughs> Get out. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's where they go. The that's where dude. they go. Yeah. Whether you go, whether your soul goes to the sunken place or wherever. I, I just, I feel, I feel like there's more man. but that's exactly, that gets back to my point. Like, that's why you have people who say the fact that, okay, I won't use the word fact, but, Let's assume that that is the case. What is the case? Right? 
that this is all you get. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then the fact that you're here now is an incredibly rare thing. And you could see it as an incredibly precious thing in that sense, right? Of course, you could also lay on the road and, and not shower because you're like, what's the point? But on the other hand, you could see it like, holy shit. Over these billions of years, how much has happened, how much has lived, how much has died, and how many more billions of years might still come, I'm here now, right? So you can see it from from both sides. Like, I, I, I'm with you. Like, even though I, I won't try to define it so much, like, I also feel like there has to be more. Has to be more. Not because I want there to be more. I just, I feel like there, I don't know, it's just a feeling. But at the end of the day... um what you were saying about how the earth is you know in the right is the right distance from the sun mm-hmm. for it just made me re- remember or go back to this whole thing about how much time has passed we can't fathom how much time has passed before before it got here like so the reason we can even say oh the earth is in the perfect place for life to exist is because the earth happens to be in this place right now and life happened to make it this far for us to be here to say it right Mm -hmm. but but when the earth was you know a floating ball of lava there was no one here to say that right and and however many billion years in the future when the earth gets basically sucked into the sun which they know is going to happen thanks cynic again that there won't be anyone here to say that so it's just like it could also be that, yes, things just happen to work out that way and we're here right now to see it. But it doesn't mean that um, anything special happened. It's just that everything happened that, that needed to and life survived and we evolved and we're lucky to be here now. That's why we should we should focus on leaving something that outlives us. Some may call that a legacy. Whether it be in this time, a lifetime or the next, leaving your mark, man. Whether that be being a great fucking parent, somebody respected in the community, not being a racist piece of shit, whatever it is, right? But like, fucking leave your mark, man. Because our physical imprint will eventually fade. But hopefully, that legacy lives on. In the ether. In the ether. Yeah, because when we talk about and we were we were going to touch up on the topic of max mass extinctions. And I initially thought when I hear mass extinctions is that everything is obliterated, but it's not. There are things that Mm. live on. If there is one of those things that eventually resets us. Hopefully some things live on, you know, hopefully some people live on and tell your story. That shit's important to me, man. Like one of my biggest fears is leaving this earth and not leaving an impact. It doesn't matter how small or how big. It could be an impact on one individual, but leaving this place and not having impacted somebody terrifies me. Well, I mean, you've already accomplished that. Like, I have, nah, man. You haven't made an impact on a person? Yeah, of course. Come on. There's more to do. That's all I'm saying, man. There's more to do. (laughs) There's more work to be done, man. (laughs) That's fine. I'm just saying, like, you don't need to be terrified. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Well, thank you, bro. Thank you. I guess that's what drove me to do those things, but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's that this. That's why I'm, I brought it up because it's um, a funny kind of emotion to to juggle. Mm. Yeah, between wow, this somehow all seems completely meaningless, and wow, this somehow seems all so awesomely. It's like a gift. Yeah, yeah. we're so lucky to <laughs> be here. It's strange. Exactly, it's so strange. Devil's advocate. Um, Another great movie. To be between those two. But it's, yeah, it's it's kind of the case. Yeah, it's kind of the case. Yeah. The earth, the earth will be consumed by the sun. That's a scary thought. In the biblical era or times, I remember reading that we used to live, humans used to live like up to 500 years at first. And then somebody fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> somebody fucked up. Just like they say, just like they say, the reason that we again, if we're talking God about, damn it, Bobby, <laughs> if we're talking about the biblical shit. Just they say that you know the reason that man has to work today is because Adam and Eve, well, really Eve, that lesbian, or Adam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what if she wanted to be recognized as Steve? Fucking ate the apple, 
you know, and let sin into this world. So now the sweat of our brow is our, you know, and that's why women have to feel pains when they give birth. Yeah, I find I I, I find those to be great stories. <laughs> but there's, the, there, I, I, there's absolutely in my mind, there's absolutely no truth to that yeah. at all. Just like they say that that's the reason we have to work and bust our ass. I think before that happened, we used to live like 500 years. And then part of our punishment was, ha, you're lucky if you make a century. <laughs> that was part of our that was part of our fuck you punishment cause, you cause this fucking if... bitch ate from the tree son <laughs> <laughs> don't trust him that, that's uh, also interesting right that from like at least from the religious perspective you know the story of, of the origin of man from the very beginning it was like women are the problem <laughs> it's like the first fucking story it was like women are the problem <laughs> I find that and that's why they shouldn't work and they should stay home and tend to the kids. Yeah, it's a perfect story for the time, of, you know, when it when they came up with it because that's how they really thought. That's how they so it thought. was totally re- it was totally reflecting, you know, their own viewpoints. No, at first it was just Adam. First it was, then he got lonely. Then he right? got lonely. He wanted a robot now. Can you tell do I mean, I know you can't tell me, but have you ever given thought to where everyone else came from after Adam and Eve? I mean, like, biblically. So they had two boys, right? Uh, Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. And and then? <laughs> How does that continue? Um, bro, incest was... <laughs> was <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even then, was Cain who had the baby? First of all, Cain killed Abel, yeah, right? Yeah, fucking asshole. So, um, it's according to the story, right? So... I mean, as as a story to tell a moral story, you know, uh, to tell a story about morality, it's it's fine. Like it totally makes sense. It's a story, right? And it's trying to teach a lesson. The problem comes when people want to take that shit literally, which I don't understand why they insist on taking it literally. You know, and you and you mentioned earlier about depending on your point of view, you know. How, how old the earth is. I mean, what is it that, how old is it supposed to be according to the Bible? 6,000 yeah, years is a figure that. I heard. I didn't do the math. But 6,000 years is what I heard, um, like, people who care enough, they've, they've gone into the Bible and they've gone and traced the generations back, you know, because there's this book in the Bible, I guess, that names... And this person begathed this person, and they begathered, and they went back all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. And it, and the most you can come out with apparently is like six thousand years. There's, we know the Earth is is older than six thousand years. I mean, that's just one example of many. So taking it literally is the is the thing that I just don't understand. And it's not just Christians, right? We have Muslims doing the same with the Quran and whatever. Man, I listen. I take I take things from. Christianity, from Buddhism, I take things that when I read them and and they they have an effect on me, right? That that gut, those are the things that I that I gravitate to. You know, for me to to think that there's this there's just one place that I could find all this information because these people fucking figured it out and these people are right. I'm sure you can find holes in all those things. You know. Mm. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. But a lot of great lessons in that book. I'm not diminishing it by any and, and by any stretch. I'm just saying that if you really think about it, it's pretty fucked up. Because I I know I've told <laughs> I know I've told women if you didn't eat that fucking apple, <laughs> we wouldn't be here right now. We would both be naked in fucking peace and harmony. But we're arguing now because you ate from the fucking tree. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. That's something also that I that I that I have given thought to in the past. It's like, how come women have historically, you know, I, there are a lot of uh, civilizations where um, women are seen as sort of evil, kind of shysters. You know, you can't trust them. Obviously, there's the whole, you know, the man should should be sort of the master over the woman kind of thing. But um, there are also plenty where, where, where stories where they're seen really as cynic, 
there was a UFC fight last night, right? And it's hosted in Abu Dhabi because Dana White, which is the head of the UFC, can't can't do it here with the COVID shit. So he went and figured it out somewhere else. In Abu Dhabi, till this day, there are no women allowed into the venue, bro. Shit's still happening, like right now. Right now, there's still religion. There's still places in the world that women don't have a voice. You know, women aren't allowed to move freely as a man would because they think that they're less than. When, if you really think about it, man, women are powerful as fuck. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a woman, right? And obviously, it takes two to tangle. We all get that. But women bear life. They bring life into this world. Yeah, so that shit with Abu Dhabi... It's not a surprise, yeah, because yeah, I think most people know at this point that there are still places in the Middle East where it's super, super archaic, the the laws they follow um, and how they treat uh, women. But um, I guess you could look at even a modern country like the U.S. today and uh, it's black and white compared to, to, to that, mm-hmm. which you, you know, that example. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you also have these movements from women, right, who are complaining or fighting because they say they don't get equal pay, because they say they get discriminated against. So even though it's, again, it's come a long way, somehow women are still seen as Still, even here, 100, lesser. 100%. I agree with that. And I wonder why that is. Like, why is there this apparently innate <laughs> desire to keep women down i wonder where that where that comes from i got it you want to know why hit me tell me because human beings fucking suck man (laughs) it goes back to us always wanting to feel like we're better than somebody whether it be gender whether it be race i you're beneath me and i'm above you versus saying come up here and join me up here you know let's look at the view up here it's great they're like now there's only so much real estate up here man and the more people we have up here, the less space we have for us. So we're going to keep you down there. Hmm. And that's why some people think this is hell. I've met I've met people that have told me to, you know, look me dead in my eyes and said, look, I'm not bullshitting you, man. And I'm not telling you this so you feel a certain way or you're afraid or you think I'm crazy. But if you're asking me, I think this is hell. Hmm. And when you see shit that happens in the world where women get raped, you know, Babies are being kidnapped, human trafficking, murder, uh, abusive relationships. When you see all the horrible things that are happening in the world, and obviously there's a lot of good things as well, but it's like, man, do they have a point? Maybe we all fucked up and this is where we landed. (laughs) (laughs) And we think there's a way out of here. That kind of reminds me of a... In a way, a Gnostic point of view, actually. There, there is this Gnostic point of view that the material world is, let's say, is the hell. Mm. Uh, that the material world, which is where we live, mm-hmm. uh, which is where this particular viewpoint um, says that um, this particular god yeah, called the Demiurge keeps us here in this material world. Yeah, And this material world is in that sense of hell, because, you know, we have to deal with and suffer through it. It's the whole dualism thing, right? Mm -hmm. That dualism that exists here doesn't, I guess, exist, I guess, in in the spiritual world, Mm -hmm. right? But the fact that we're here in this material world, then we have to deal with this dualism, and dualism is in everything, good, bad, black, white, Mm -hmm. right? And you never have one without the other. You always have have to have this balance, so... Like you said, plenty of good things happen. And maybe the balance is that all these terrible things happen. At least this is what life seems to look like. I don't I don't know. But I'm just saying that there's this point of view um from some Gnostics as well about mm. this this being this being the real hell. It isn't something after after life. If there is an afterlife, man, that's definitely a question I'm gonna have for the higher power. You know the Buddhists have a, a quote that say to live is to suffer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. come on, man. <laughs> These are people that meditate and they're spiritually balanced. They're fucking Jedi's in the sense of controlling their emotions. And yet they have such an impactful statement like to live is to suffer. 
even though they found this tranquil place and they go about life in a more spiritual way, Mm -hmm. we all have our own shit that we're fucking dealing with. And is that something that discourages you? No, it just puts things in hindsight for me. It just clarifies things for me. You mean it puts things in perspective? It clarifies things for me like as far as like rules of engagement. So when things happen, I understand this is the way that, you know, like in in one way or another, a lot of people deal with these type of things. Right. Because a lot of times when when we go through shit, it's why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's this me thing, right? It's why, why am I stubbing my toe in the morning? Why did I wake up late? Why did I spill coffee in my pants? Why me? Why me? Why me? So I think that quote makes me understand that, dude, it's not just you. We're all in this fucking place going through this shit. And that gives me some peace in a sense, you know, cause you're not, it's not just you. And do you have a thought on if, if you, so knowing that, yeah, if you could then step out and decide, do you want to, do you want to live? You know, do you want to go through that? Do you want it or not? Would you do it? For sure. 100%. Because we still in the, in the midst of that, like if we look at our life as a timeline, you still have those euphoric moments. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that that I've seen and I've experienced in this world that I'm like, it brings me to tears. It moves me, you know, and it's it's so it's so it's so impressionable and it's so beautiful and it it changes you, whatever the experience is. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments that I live for. Those are the moments I live for. You know, obviously, the other shit that we got to deal with to live is to suffer. Right. So we're all going through it. Don't think it's just you. That's part of it. That's part of this deal. Do you want to experience those things? You know, you want to, you know, fall in love. You want to get married. You want to have, you know, these are all great things, right? That 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 as human beings, for most of us at least, um, we look for. <laughs> yeah, some people don't believe in that, but what what it doesn't have to be love, but these great things that that we experience throughout life, it's it's kind of an exchange. Well, if you want to experience those things, there, there's you're gonna have to pay in some way. Exactly. There's a price. There's a price, and I think that's what that that quote gives me is like, and that's why for me it's worth it because I rather experience those beautiful moments. The not. Hmm. Yeah, I guess um, for the vast majority of people, if you if you really think about it, uh, before I say that, let me see because there there are a lot of people, I guess, millions, who are in a terrible position right now. Mm-hmm. Right, starvation. We had an episode before about slavery, which is still a thing. You mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are just born with. Um, like terrible handicaps yeah. or diseases where they don't even live past childhood. There's all kinds of stuff, right? So what I was initially going to say is that the vast majority of us don't have those really terrible things happen to us. So if if we, if we look at those things and put it in perspective, then um, that price that you mentioned, Paying that price for all the positive things that you can experience in a life is worth it. But I don't know. If you get the shitty roll of the dice, you know, and you're born into one of those people, those lives of people who are born in a third world country and they're really literally starving or, you know. Where's the balance? Or you're the one who's, you know, three years old and you've been kidnapped. You know what I'm talking about. So I guess it depends, right? It's hard to leave our current perspective well that's for me when we when you give the example of like a three-year-old being abducted those are the type of things that i can't connect you know because for me it's like a circle and i can make things make sense but that shit is like that doesn't fit but the example of somebody maybe be living in a third world country with the exception of hunger right hopefully not disease I think those kids happiness for them is just a lot more simpler like they feel those same emotions you know, when they're playing in the street barefoot and it's raining. The same emotion that I'm feeling when I'm traveling, you know, that's something that's great to them. Until they hear of something better and something greater and they aspire there you know, to, to, to be there, mm-hmm. that's that's good for them. Again, again with, for the, sure. with the with the exception that they're starving, you know? Because for exactly. me, my life is, is fucking awesome, right? You you create the, you li- the life you want to live. My life is awesome, but I'm pretty sure that if I had a couple million in the bank, it could be a lot better <laughs> and totally different. Than the one that than what I see right now, you know what mm. I mean. So yeah, I think in that sense it's perspective, and that and and those type of things when you see kids that don't have much, but have 
don't have much in the sense of maybe possessions, but still have joy. Sometimes they have more joy, right, mm-hmm. than somebody that has all the worldly possessions. You know, when you see things like that, it again that recalibrates me as well. Where it's like focus on what's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good point. To be honest, I, I like the, just simply the, the the simple fact of being in a third world country doesn't mean that you have a shitty life. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Like if you if you don't have that constant concern of starvation and disease and i don't know some asshole warlords mm-hmm. if you just have a simple life you could live better than than us uh than one of the uh, us in living in this fir- first world countries yeah. and yeah. in these first world countries you you also have people who are starving right so yes, you do i should not have uh, uh qualified it like that but in general i guess i was just thinking like from you you think about it from your own perspective and then you think well yeah I'm not saying you specifically, I'm speaking generally. You know, you think, okay, yeah, I would do it again, you know. But if it's a roll of the dice and you don't know what life you're going to get <laughs> and you may very well get one of those really shitty lives, that's the question. I'm telling you, man, empty black space, I'm in line waiting to figure out what. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is a vision that I cannot get out of my head. There should there'll probably be a, a, a frequently asked questions board because I think you will not be the first one to ask. Bro. <laughs> and I remember coming back and be like, not bad. <laughs> some, you know, we're gonna have some <laughs> some rough spots, but overall not bad. I swear <laughs> to you. And like I had I had like people that I was showing it was not people, it's like because there's no faces, you know, it's I don't know. I don't know. You have a memory or what? I have yeah, that's that recurring memory that I have when we talked about um reincarnation oh, yeah. and shit. And I don't know if that's maybe something I should even be saying on a podcast. Maybe I'm breaking some type of rule. But what? That I have that memory. No. Why? No. Yeah, I remember you mentioned it before. You did. Yeah, man. And that's and it was me waiting in line to figure out what life I was gonna have. Like this is a revolving door in a sense. And that's why some people think that you know that all that shit connects, right? So, if you were a shitty person in your past life, or or if you believe in that, then then it's not going to benefit you here. But I'm telling you, man, that's that's something that I cannot get out of my head. Maybe we'll figure it out one day. Hmm. Yeah, the thing with reincarnation is interesting, but it it also stumps me because it's like, what what were we reincarnating into before modern humans then? If you could, if you could choose these little animals that existed on Earth, or do we reincarnate on a completely different planet? Hey, man, like, maybe these people <laughs> that have this strong passion for PETA, maybe they were once a fucking goat, dude. You know, they we were born with all these crazy passions and things that drive us. And although I do have, you know, I, I love animals, and I I'll do what I can as a as a pedestrian. You know, like I'll say something if I see it. You know, I'll give a couple bucks here, but I'm not gonna dedicate my life. To not having, you know, breeders, you know, breeding kennels. But there's people that, that have that, that they have that push. And you never know, man. Maybe they were that puppy. Hmm. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's one circle that I also have a hard time squaring <laughs> for me. Yeah. I like the idea, but too many, too many open questions there <laughs> for me. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, if that was the case... You know, being a human is the big ticket. <laughs> like going from a dog to a human, you're like, man, I just want to make it, <laughs> you know. And then you're a human, and you're like, oh shit, it's not everything is cracked up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, I made it. Yeah, for real. It's like, okay, where do we go from here then? Uh, I don't know. Back to the recycling bin. Start over. I'll tell you one Fuck. thing. I was never a cat. I probably was a dog in my past life because I love dogs. I was never a cat though. That's one That's one thing that I skipped. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. So I'm going to hit him with the quotes, keys. This is actually one that I had up when I was plugged into the Matrix in a cubicle. Oh. Uh. I had this up in my <laughs> cubicle. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's one of my favorites. It says, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want instant gratification, right? Sometimes we want... You know, if I put in the work, then why don't I see it now? You know, if I did 100 bicep curls, why don't I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? A lot of times, 
it's that progression right we have to understand that we have to plant that seed and be okay with planting that seed versus um, only focusing on the harvest that we're reaping from that so yeah there you go man that's a good one i mean it's another reminder of a couple of things for me anyway yeah patience being one being in the now being another yeah that's a good thing you should hang it up on in your current cubicle (laughs) (laughs) well my cubicle is a little different now man the other day i was working out by the pool (laughs) Uh you know i float now baby but i'm still plugged into the matrix i'm just wireless i'm bluetooth (laughs) that's the only difference now (laughs) yeah you've upgraded i'm a bluetooth version of the matrix but we're still plugged in yo a quick question before we go have you seen the show called american gods no okay that's on netflix no that is on amazon prime i believe that's good i was just curious if you saw it that's all um i just started watching it and it's i was if you had seen it i was curious what your take would be on it bro i don't watch a lot of stuff on amazon prime to be honest like i i forget i have it half the time yeah we don't actually uh usually have it just at the moment we do (laughs) no i well i I have prime membership because i do the deliver i have it for the delivery reasons well you know it's a big scam but on eligible items you can get it faster you don't have to pay extra delivery so i I have that recurring charge anyway but half the time i'm like i forget that it's there and then i'll go on and i'm like oh shit i'll find something i'm like that was pretty cool you know but yeah i don't i don't i don't go on there much that's good man it's better that way no but that's not good because that means i'm on something else (laughs) stars (laughs) i just got discovery plus which is fucking amazing it has tlc id has all this shit netflix uh, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. It's not good, Cynic. It's not good at all, bro. No, that's not good at all. I take that back. I thought you were using your time with doing something different. I mean, balance, balance, right? Balance. I'm not watching TV <laughs> all day. But when I sit down and I'm watching, you know, I'm fucking... <laughs> I got so much options, dude. Yeah. No, we're watching way too much. Like, we're not watching all day either. But when, yeah. we're, when our watch, you know, time comes, then <laughs> we're fucking burning through them. <laughs> Yeah. All right, people. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Good show, Cynic. Yeah, it was a good relaxed show. You know, not every show needs to be a freaking dissertation. <laughs> All right. And this is what you have to do with your people lives. People need to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not doing this, then figure it out. <laughs> was there anything you learned All today, right. man? We didn't do that last podcast. Oh, I don't know if you want to right. can that because I don't feel like we missed it. But I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't learned a goddamn thing today. <laughs> that human beings are a motherfucker. That's what I learned. That it was all Eve's fault. <laughs> I was reminded of the evilness of women. Weapon. No. Bobby Boucher, she's the <laughs> devil. <laughs> all right, bro. We're out of here, yo. I mean, we're what did, did you did you learn anything? Or, I don't know. <laughs> we're good? You're waving me off. All right. Waving, <laughs> waving me off, man. Waving me off. Take care of yourselves and each other, man. We'll catch you guys next time. Juice. Peace. Shorty, get down.